0: Yeah, I remember last Christmas, we were with um, Kristen and, and her family at, at their house, yeah, at the, so good. your in-law's house, so good. and your father-in-law, Stan, who I just really love, who doesn't say too much, you know, <laughs> loves the Lord, but doesn't, doesn't say a whole lot, yeah. and um, and he just kind of piped up and said, you know what I told that kid of yours, uh, you got this beautiful daughter, wife, who's my daughter, and beautiful grandchildren, your children, and... and uh, you know you're 50 years old i was 50 years old when i retired and you just consider yourself retired and if god wants to knock on your door he can knock on your door exactly enjoy it and it was so good to me as your dad and now this is the father-son deal just knowing that yeah god's got your back so well that you can lie down in green pastures i mean you guys live across the street from a golf course and you walk across the golf course you're at the ocean yep. not a bad deal yep. and um and, and and so there there is this, whatever God has out there, that's cool. And yeah. we'll just wait for God to do whatever he wants to do. But I, I want to get us on to uh, where we're at in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, I'm gone now. You know, you know people are, because I kind of pulled everybody together last night. People are, what are you going to do next, Ralph? And, well, what I'm going to do next is go back to California where I live. Yeah. And um, local leadership is emerging. I think my friend Norman Nakanishi is going to kind of, carry the ball forward. He's a guy I discipled 110 years ago, and, <laughs> and um, he's, um, he, he's, he's they planted a whole bunch of churches, and he knows what he's doing, and a lot of local people came out. Last night, we were in the oldest church building in the state of Hawaii. It was started by the original Hiram Bingham, the original missionaries, uh, Titus Cohn, those guys, that were part of the Second Great Awakening. And that church now is pastored, they had a bylaw that you have to be able to preach in Hawaiian, you have to graduate from seminary. Well, Kenneth Makuakane graduated from Hope Chapel mini church, and the training that we gave there, he's a Waikiki entertainer who's done very well, a very wise man, Uh, he had become the conference minister for the denomination that they're in. And they hired him as their pastor five, six years ago And so I felt we were so privileged that here we are, sort of a modern church planting movement, Mm -hmm. trying to restart a church planting movement. And we're meeting in the grounds of the original church planting movement in Hawaii. And they came out of the second great awakening in the 1730s, it's just a mind blower to me. But all these young guys were there and it looks like there's hope for the state. I mean, we've lost ground in COVID, but I think COVID kind of did a reset. Churches are not in the public schools. There was a complete lockdown for a while. I'm hearing about guys that are starting churches in carports, a lot of them. I know a couple that they go into the same bar, kind of a sleazy bar, mm-hmm. every Sunday night, and they just eat dinner there so that they can pastor the people who live there. And, th- and those people don't think they're their pastor. They just think they're their friend. Yeah. But we know what's really going on, and they're, they're bringing Jesus in that place. And I was just so excited about that. What's your take on it? And take some time and talk about what you think is happening and could happen. Yeah, Uh,
1: I thought it was good. So you called the meeting basically to stir up, uh, I guess you could say revival, and somewhat organized because it's in groups, right? Obviously, in the Acts chapter 2 church, they were in temple courts and they are meeting in homes. So it's not just uh, you telling people to go out there and one-on-one be an evangelist, but it's it's actually where two or more are gathered, Jesus yeah. is right there, and that's church. So whether you call it micro church, mini church, connect group, ohana rooms, uh, life groups, mega churches, uh, lo- campus locations, church sites, I don't, there's so many labels. And I think it was cool what, what you guys were talking about is uh, it's not about the old models, but it's not necessarily that there's any bad models. It's just that models have to change and tweak a little bit, and some that were more effective in different eras or generations, especially post-pandemic, they're not as effective as they were. People are looking, people are a little more scared. They're a little more scared to gather. They're finding that that smaller groups are good enough. You can qualify small as two to maybe, oh, not a mega, thousands, but maybe a couple hundred, maybe 60, I don't know. But what I was encouraged by was just saying, we got to explore new models. We got to get back out there. It might look smaller, but it's no less effective. Probably goes on a smaller budget. We're probably going to need to use technology and the digital reach that we have. Um, And people may not need the training, the certification, the licensing, the ordination that maybe you needed to have in the past Maybe it's a little bit more peer-to-peer kind of stuff. So I was just really encouraged. It's like now let's get creative Let's throw away those old molds again and let's just start talking discussing and trying stuff and Failing forward. It's okay to fail if you just keep you learn something from it It was a learning experience and you gained ground so again I'm the guy that all I'm doing is home church with my family. And once in a while, I invite my closest friends. That's that's where I'm at right now. It's where God wants me. So I'm somewhat in that because I kind of qualify, but also somewhat of like, well, I'm not pastor of a big church anymore like I used to be. I'm just there observing. And I don't have a lot of skin in the game, so I can think and I can say whatever I want. Sorry, but I, I can. Yeah. And I, I love what was happening there last that's night. Good. Stir the pot like right let people rise up hawaii need something the nation needs something the world needs something
0: we helped start a church in kailua it was, it was called um i guess hope chapel olamana they've changed the name since interesting thing happened uh a, a lot of guys in hawaii changed their names of their churches because names do get old and the word chapel we, we were really when we became hope chapel we were in a building that was built for 60 people. So the word chapel really fit. When there's 2,000 people, it's hardly a chapel anymore, but we still carried the name. And then some people began changing their names and Anchor Church, Inspire Church, once called God Squad. And people came to me like, this is really bad. They shouldn't be doing that. Like the name was Holy. Hmm. But you know what? When we became Hope Chapel, we took over a church building on Manhattan Beach Boulevard in Southern California. We changed the name, yeah. and I was 25 years old, and that's what you do. You're, you're new generation. You're doing new things, and I think that's really, really exciting. But there was a guy there who I, I got an email today. He is the second pastor of what started out as Hope Chapel Olomana. I'm not even sure what they call it now, but he met his cousin that he hadn't seen for 30 years, and she is a wife of a guy named Mark Richardson who came from The Rock in San Diego, which is a mega church, and he's trying to do a bunch of micro churches here, mm-hmm. and his wife is this guy's cousin, wow. and he didn't know she was in Hawaii until he came to the meeting last night. No he's, way. He's pastoring a a real stable church in Hawaii. These guys are kind of starting in Kapilani Park or something like this, and it's just it's just so cool the way God is putting this together. And then, I, you know, I met um, your friend, John Termini, who's yeah. in Waimanalo, coming yes. from the mainland. Uh, I, I just started attending a church. I, I lead a Digi Church on Saturday afternoons that we're all over the country, and we do it on Zoom, and, and I love it. And, but, but my wife has really been wanting to just go be with a crowd of people, and I miss that, but she really misses that. And so, I was doing an interview with a guy uh, for exponential, I was doing a webinar, uh, a, a man named uh, John Lowe. He's a Chinese pastor in Pasadena, California, okay. and he's about where Hope Hermosa was about six years in, in terms of the number of churches they planted and what they're doing. And we were on vacation, so my wife was in the room while I was doing the recording. He was—we're on Zoom—and she's sitting there crying. It's like this guy is really touching her. And at the end, he mentioned they're part of something called. Antioch Church Planters Network in out of Waco, Texas. So I went online and go, do they have anything in San Diego? And I've been looking for a long time for a church that's got the same values as us. Yeah. So I found this thing and we watch it on on the, on YouTube or something and and it, it's like we really like what's going on. The way that he teaches the Bible, uh, the, it, there's it's called All Peoples Church. There's I think there's 52 nationalities in that church maybe 900 people it's not too big not too small they even meet in a tent like we did in hawaii yeah. and um so we're all stoked we're, we're going to start going to this church and and a couple of weeks later we haven't yet gone there and and we but we're back in town and i i get this um email from some guy that i don't know and, and can, you, can you get together for coffee i live in san diego uh, in the next two weeks you may have coffee and I'm going no I, I, I'm going to Hawaii I got a lot of, ton of stuff to do and then he sends me another email I I am the church planting overseer for all people's church and it's like whoa we're going to go there next Sunday so I, I emailed him back and he said well let's get together for coffee well, the day after that I got named Billy House who I'd been through email kind of coaching him and was setting him up to come to our meeting last night. This is Uh a few weeks ago. Billy emails me and goes, I can't believe that you're going to go to All People's Church. That's my church. So I've been dealing with their church planter, all this roundabout thing. But I look at that and I feel in my own personal life, it's like God's doing something for us in terms of letting us know this is a church we belong in. But I really think it's of God that they're sending Billy House to Hilo. John Termini's gone to Waimanalo, that uh, Mark Richardson is in, 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 in the park in Waikiki side, along with all these young guys that are coming up in Hawaii who are third, fourth generation of what we all did before. Mm-hmm. And I think God is just stirring the pot yeah. like he was stirring the pot back in 1983. And, and who knows what's gonna happen? And, and, and we're trying to not, I'm not gonna control anything and I don't think the people locally who are going to lead it are, they just want to get people together like we did last night. Yeah. Let's see what God's saying to you all and let's talk to each other. Yeah, that's good. No, I think, um,
1: you know, you can't recreate yeah. um, what you and Pastor Wayne Cordero and Norman Nakanishi and just all these guys of your generation, the, the move of God that was happening at yeah. the time and the way that the, at least the state of hawaii was primed for revival and for church growth and church planting we there's no way we can recreate that especially in today going through pandemic and all of yeah. that um but we can welcome in something that's fresh and new and i don't think it's supposed to be copy i don't think that's yeah. what you're after yeah. you're after the spirit of the lord another move of revival in hawaii that's going to be packaged differently interesting what you said about the name changes is i believe that i believe I believe the names change and they don't matter it's the same spirit but you need the fresh new promo and marketing and packaging and what we're seeing too is there's new leaders coming about and there's new leaders in churches that aren't even of the same denominations that used to have the high ground and the the handle on what's happening there's a lot of independence in fact to me what I'm seeing in in Christendom is a lot of denominations are kind of losing ground and it's more of the associations and the relationships and the independence that are getting together for accountability sake but not for governance and not for like manipulation and control but just for hey we're like-minded let's go out there and do this together as brothers and sisters and I've been loving that and you're right there's the pot is being stirred right now in Hawaii and I, I just I'm thankful that you come over here have the time to get with your guys and influences and shake it up and hopefully that's contagious i know the guys are going to meet they got their exchange names and numbers that's yeah. really that's part of it, it starts with to, to me it starts and ends with relationship yeah. right. so you build the right connections and relationship and network and now we just watch what god takes it the holy spirit's move with the meager fish and loaves that we bring and we see what he's going to do
0: but yeah it's cool, it's cool you know hear. i i always ask because of whatever i do in training guys and all that you know what what is what is your minimal ecclesiology because someone came up with that term and they what they didn't mean was what can we get away with mm-hmm. what they meant was what what is the minimum before we can actually call it a church yeah and one of my friends brian sanders of the tampa underground said that you need to have worship you need to have community and you need to have mission and if you don't have all three of those you're not a church well some of the mega churches in our country wouldn't qualify with that definition because they don't really have community Mm. because they're program based they're they're doing good things they got the word and all that Uh, there are other churches that have great community and they have great worship but they don't have mission Mm. and they're, they're not out there in the community interfacing with the community in fact some of the best missional churches that I know today are in the African American community. These guys are trying to rebuild their their communities, and they're doing what would almost seem like secular things, but it's kind of a top of the funnel. we're We're out here blessing you people so we get to know you and and but but you know what? If nothing ever happened other than we blessed you, we'd be happy, but we would really like to bring you into relationship with Jesus. Yeah. so so that's happening. I think, though, and this is where I get in trouble with my very good friends, yeah. I, I'm going to say, because they'll say, well, what about size? Well, the Bible does say if two or three are together in his name, he's in the midst. I think if it's got worship, mission, and community, and there's two or three people, then it's a church. Yeah. And, and, and some people get upset about that, but I think when you get two or three pastors together in a room who are all struggling, I, I love it when struggling pastors get together and compare notes god's grace is there and, and the holy spirit does wondrous things and to me that was the the beauty of and we had we were surprised how many people showed up because you know we invited a lot of people but we didn't have everybody's address so they all invited other people and and we we tried to narrow it down by the first email we sent It was very you know don't don't it was we didn't say don't come but we said do come if you're interested in this one thing multiplication yeah and so that would kind of say don't waste your time because that's what we're going to be talking about yeah and so so many people uh contacted us can i bring my friend and 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 that was really really a good thing so i'm very excited about the future of hawaii that's good and i think yeah i think that whole size thing is just
1: really you know there's obviously the concept of healthy things grow which means if you've got health there's growth, but sometimes growth is, is inward and deep and not always outward. And if you always have the Great Commission in the forefront, as every Christian does, like we're supposed to go out there and talk to people. But but sometimes I understand that living in Kahuku now, I'm kind of like removed, that sometimes uh, your location right, or your time right. available or your resources or honestly, who you are as a person um Maybe you're only a one talent person, right? But that's okay, yeah. You use what you got where you can as much as you can, and that's fine because some personalities are built to become micro to mega, yeah. And some are just it's enough to man, me and my friends, we kept each other accountable our whole lives, and we've developed the best marriages and we've become the best fathers, and we whatever. And some are going to say. So I challenged my other friend to do the same. And it's kind of like a both and everybody. But the thing, the point that I loved is is what you brought up is like every everybody should just be doing something. Yeah. And let's lower the, the bar on what we think church is and should look like and just stir people up and try to organize and spread the word and get them doing something again. Because we've all gotten a little bit hesitant, lazy, scared, uh, maybe we're just too comfortable yeah. because after the pandemic yes.
0: especially yeah. and you're just trying to like get it going i love it it's uh, good it's good well thanks for taking time to be <laughs> with us I, you know i always ask people at the end of a podcast if someone wanted to get a hold of you yeah. and be in contact with you uh, are you willing to give that information Is, if somebody has questions hey carl uh, you know how can they connect with you Use two or three ways if you can
1: yeah, I appreciate your ties and offerings. It's amazing. Yeah, just kidding, just <laughs> kidding. No, um, yeah, I would love to talk to people. I feel like I'm kind of hidden away and uh, kind of left in a weird way. And, and some people have got questions like, is Carl still cool? Does he like me? I don't know. I feel more the opposite. Like, man, nobody's contacted me that I know of and has, has made contact and reached out to me. Very few people have. Um, but really, I, I I'd love to talk to anybody. I'd love to share my life. I'm um, I'm pretty transparent. You can reach me at um, on Instagram. I'm Captain Carl. On Facebook, I'm you know I'm public. Carl Moore. I'm out there. And even if you wanted to email me, I would probably answer you if I think you're cool. Carl R. Moore at me dot com. That's cool. So
0: Carl R. R. Moore. Yeah at, at me.com m- m- because yeah. I know some people who have tried to reach you at Moore at me.com and that didn't work. Yeah. So Carl R. Moore.
1: Yeah. And when I, you know, when I stepped out of Anchor, that, um, that email disappeared. So I don't know if you've ever tried to get a hold of me there, but that one's gone. I don't know where it is, but Carl R Moore at me.com or... You can check out my wife and family and see pictures of us on Instagram and on Facebook. And, yeah, it'd be cool to connect. If I don't know you, if I know you, whatever. If I'm not
0: interested, I'll screen you.
1: Just (laughs) kidding. No, thanks, though. Thanks for talking.
0: Uh, Thank you for doing this. Yeah.
1: Thanks. Love you, Dad. Love you.